Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. I got an itchy armpit. Mark is in Austin, and I am in my mother's cunt. Or at least I used to be. That's a big room. Yeah, you've been in there. Me too, actually. It was a hell of a weekend, but uh, no, no, I'm joking. She seems nice. Oh, that's it. I thought there was more coming. Oh, no, I didn't want to. I didn't, uh, halfway through, I was like, oh, I'm talking about his mom's gash. I'm inside of it. You hung up pictures in there. Uh, I don't know. I, you never know. Now, am I crazy? We're, so we're in, di- first of all, apologies. Mark's out in uh, Texas. I think he's moving there. Who knows? That's the rumor. Uh, no, don't start that shit. Bought three guns. Now, I don't know if it's a depth perception, optical illusion, or if my father's gay, but your bed looks like it's a foot and a half wide. Are you in, like, Lizzie Borden's bedroom? What's going on there? I got a Brad Williams bed here. It's I'm in a dollhouse. Uh, wait, who's Lizzie Borden? Is that the I milk think, chick? Wasn't she a lady that lived in a house, an old house, and she killed her parents at oh, some point? I think in yes. the 60s or the 40s or the 20s. I think you're right. Yeah, she's a, a mass mass hole whore. She, uh, she oh. I think she's a mass lady. She did it up and killed everybody in Massachusetts as a kid or something. But no, it's just an optical anal. It's uh, it's a normal bed. It's a queen, like the band. I got AIDS, and uh, yeah, it's a great hotel, but it's the size of my my son's dick. It's can tiny. you say can you say what hotel? Because it looks old and kitschy and nice, and sometimes. Those look good on, on paper or on a phone screen, and then you get there and, and you know it's all crooked floors and rusty pipes and uh, balloon knots. <laughs> yeah, well, it was the Intercontinental on Congress and 7th, and now it's the Royal Sinesta. I guess they bought it. So I'm right next door to the venue. I can stumble out of the venue after 18 tequilas and two quaaludes, and I'm in my hotel room, and it's a pretty hotel. It's sexy, great lobby, but... The, the room size is, uh, it's like walk around in a kid's tight butt. Uh, I love that, but I'm oh, there, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get some info because I'm there next month and I'm there for like a week because, uh, I, you know, I try to go for the weekend because I enjoy a weekend there and then I'm doing uh, a, a big podcast and then he moved the date to earlier so I had to come in earlier and so uh-huh. now I got this situation where I'm there for six days, I got to email my agent and say, hey, can you get me a hotel room for four extra days and then the the club people are like a hotel for four days who do you think he is fucking diana ross and right and then right. everyone wants to come stay with them you know i got yep. uh so and so going you can stay with me and then i got such and such saying you can stay with me but the thing is i don't want to stay with anybody including fucking you my wife and uh michael <laughs> j fox i get it well hey it's a little shaky but i we added a show, and I added a night, so I was like, I'll stay Monday, too. And they said, well, you want to add on the hotel because the venue's not going to pay for an extra hotel just because you want to stay. And I go, oh, I'll find a guy. I, I got Fat Timmy Dill. I got uh, Queefy McGee. I'll figure it out. I don't need to pay $6 million just to stay one more night. And then you start getting drunk. You, you unpack your shit, and I go, here's all my money. Just keep me there. I don't want to move. 
I feel the same way. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a cunt of a guy, as people know, but, you know, there's people I, I like and love that are like, you can stay with me. And I'm like, I'd rather spend $9,000 yes, just yes. because I like the moment of just wailing one off with my toe in my ass yep. and not worrying about, you know, Tim Dillon or, you know, my cousin or my niece to come in and go, what is this? And have a heart attack. Totally, totally. I mean, here's here's one for your clinker dick. I was hanging out with a guy at a bar all night. We're hanging out, and I go, "Well, I better turn in there, Dickless. I gotta, I gotta get some shut eye. It's four a.m. We've had uh, nineteen gallons of of hooch." And uh, he goes, "What hotel you at? I'll drop you off." And I go, oh, "I'm at the uh, Senesta." He goes, "So am I." And I went, "Ah!" Ugh. Just the idea that he's at the same. He's a great guy. I've been hanging out with him all night, but just the same hotel. Ruined everything. We had to ride the elevator together, and then I had to see his room. It's bigger than mine. That we make out. It, the whole thing's ruined. I always have this feeling when that happens, when someone goes, I'm staying there too. I always go back in my head of all the phone conversations I've had, and I'm like, what if we're sharing a wall? Oh, because wall, three days ago, I was screaming at my aunt that I love fucking children, and now <laughs> what if fucking, you know, uh, Shecky Green was listening through the yeah. pipes? Yeah, yeah, you don't want that checky listening to the kid fuck talk. So I get it, I get it, but it was it's all fine. We're introverted cum guzzlers, so uh, you make it work. But yeah, you got to have that separation between taint and state. And uh, I don't know, other people need to be around people. They go, you're at the Sinesta? I'm going in there, I'm moving in. You go, no, no, we're the opposite. I, you should go to Mexico. And don't get me wrong, there's certain people... That you love. You, you want to yes. hang out with those people. And I'm not saying I don't love the people I'm naming, of course. Love, love. But, you know, if you and I were, were, were 69ing on stage, I'd say, hey, we should stay in the same building, maybe a different floor. But, sure. Or maybe we rent a house. But Ari's a guy we love, of course. And one time, me, him, Vecchione, you were supposed to come, but you had a gig, I think. It was me, him, Vecchione, and Sarah. And I think oh, that's yeah. it. We all shared the house out in Utah, and that was great. And the whole time, Ari's like, we got to come back with like 16 guys. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, 16 guys? What are you, insane? Like, yeah. You, you got 16 people you want to cohabitate with? I know, that's, I know. It, that's bananas. Well, uh, he, I, I did a ski trip with him two years ago. It was Bert, Sean Patton, Ari, uh, Ranazizi. It was like the funnest group. And uh, we all went snowboarding and all this shit, but like, it's fun to party, but then when you're hungover and gay in the morning, you go, ah, I'm in a bunk bed, I got a boner, I'm in your ass, you're in my dick, It's you need a minute. Right. That's why a festival is so nice to just bump yes. into the people. That's, bump that's in, nice. bump out. Bump Completely. in, bump out. Exactly. How much do you miss the Just for Laughs Fest? <laughs> All the And Moon Tower, which is kind of going on, but it's not the real thing. Yeah, well, Moon Tower was, I think, that's the festival in Austin for the the queefs at home, but uh, I think that was one of the top run festivals, top notch. The venues were solid. The city's great. They got activities and uh, anal. And now that Austin is like fucking popping off, jizzing, Elon Musk, Rogan, eighteen clubs are opening. It feels like a festival this weekend. When you're here, it's just gonna feel like a festival, even though it's just a weekend. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm excited about that. Uh, oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm excited. But I guess so. I mean, sometimes, though, those festivals, there's just so many people, so yeah, many activities. You have of 11 course. people at dinner and the whole thing. 
But uh, and Montreal, of course, you got people on stilts and uh, yes. jugglers and the whole thing, and everyone's fucking. So, either Love way, it. we're getting back. It'll be back, and uh, yeah, I'll be there soon. May fifteenth, I'm at the Paramount. We will not be adding a show, that's for sure. But hey, come on know. out, folks. Buy your tickets and uh, suck your own dick. I did the 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 illegal COVID meet and greet after every show. I, all it was was gays and queefs and anal's and put it my ass. See if I come and when's list coming? Where's that big forehead? I want that tiny mouth. Give me herpes. I mean, it was uh, it was a, a who's done it melee slugfest of Tuesdays. By the way, speaking of must see uh, things, you got to get on must queef uh. TV, folks. We got a new format, Scandals and Animals. I mean, we got a new situation going, and uh, we got a Musqueef TV. We got the NBC logo with a big cock on it. So yes. everyone's joining the Patreon. We added 100 patrons in, in fucking six hours. So Hell yeah, kids in cages. Yeah, you don't want to be missing this, folks. Go join the Patreon. We had a three-camera shoot. We had uh, you know Mark and I fucking each other with strap-ons because our dicks are too small. Join yes. the Patreon ASAP. I mean, this thing is going to blow up like the world trade. Oh, yeah. Both towers and the Pentagon coming down. And you got to gotta throw a bone to big fat Chuck Knobloch or whatever the hell his last name is. Staten, Stanton, Rex, Regan. I don't know. But big Chuck, just a wizard with the microphones and the cameras and the technicals. That guy's tickling my sack all night, and he's uh, changing the game with the Patreon. Up, Chuck. Um, by the way, did I, <laughs> I don't know if I said this on air. I, I didn't realize we were you and I were doing Chuck puns via text, and I came up with Chuckleberry Finn, Ooh. and it reminded me that I N went word. to high school with a guy named Chuck Finn. I can't remember misremembering <laughs> this, and I never put it together. It's a very yeah. Boston name, but Chuck Finn, Huck Finn. That's Call in if you knew Chuck. It's it's in the. It's it, all you do is add a C. I mean, it's right there in there. That's you got a Huck Finn. You're N word Jim. N word Joe. Add a C. That sounds like marriage. Mm. <laughs> I'll Cut. take a C cup. Oh, I love a C cup. Cup of coffee. But yeah, yeah. So um, Austin's been bananas. The Paramount's great. You're gonna you're gonna have a blast, and uh, I can't wait to hear you on that big pod you're doing. Yeah, well, uh, hopefully it makes the cut. I mean, I did it before, and it's gone forever. It's, <laughs> it's like season 10 of Seinfeld, if that makes sense. It doesn't really, but... It's a bummer, because because uh, when I did the show, I was like, boy, these Spotify Jews are up your ass, huh? And he's like, ah, they're not touching a thing. Fuck them. And then you're like, all right, well, what's going on here there, fatty? Yeah, I don't know what happened if, uh, and I'm in there with Elon Musk and Joseph Goebbels, and uh, <laughs> it's like it's me and Alex Jones are the ones that got wow. caught. So I, I don't know what happened. I think I might have just sucked. It might have been like you know Nazi rapist, boring. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Horrible law firm, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but now that but this one, oh, this one will stick. I can feel it, and uh, you're gonna be zigging and zagging, and I can't wait. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. I'm excited to be there. Uh, so we got to catch up. I haven't seen you in a minute. I'm looking at my notes over here. I, I just got this one quick, fun, silly thing. It won't translate as a story. I got one of these stories. This is a funny Please. way to preface a story. That to me, it was the most unbelievable, amazing thing that's ever happened. But if you tell it to another person, they're just like, all right, what else you got? Uh, you know those stories? 
I hate when that happens. I need a reaction. You know me, and I think you like a reaction, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it no matter what. Really give it to me. Well, you'll appreciate it. The problem is there's like eighty five thousand people listening. If it was just you right. and me, I'd tell you and you'd go, Oh God, anal come or whatever, and then we'd with smooch, but Yes. These other people, they're going to be all upset. That wasn't a story. You suck. Shoot yourself in the tits. But, all right. I'm ready. So you and I were hanging last week. We did a podcast. Then we did a queef with May, which was fun, which maybe we should do that regular. It's called, you know, May May God Bless You or May, some kind of May pun, May flower. Mayhem. Uh, oh, make, mayhem. Make believe. Maybe it's Maybelline. The make believe one stinks, but the other yeah. ones were good. <laughs> Um, Mainline? All right, I don't know. Now you're getting away from the May, I think. Yeah, you're right. You're right. May the wind be at your back, or uh, uh, may the wind come on your back. Oh, something. Uh, maple blessing. leaf. Yeah, there I got about maple. I think may. you just stick with May. You keep going maple. You're just saying Mabel's. Well, it's got May in it. It's a maple. I guess, but it's it's, I hear it's stretchy. Maybe um, <laughs> may the may the force be with you. Ah, you know, uh, yes. Okay, now I'm, I'm getting it. All know. right, all right. Uh, ah, they're all make believe mates. <laughs> Checkmate. Shit. Davis Staples. Make. May. What's a May? What do people say with May? Isn't there a bunch of old colloquies or colloquialisms Colloquialism. with with Hold May the in may? it? Mayo. Yeah, yeah, Mayo. Sure thing, Joe Joe Mayo. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, fuck. My brain is fried. I've been just eating queso and ass and tequila, and I'm, I'm all whacked out here. A mush. May flowers. I already said that one, I think. Fuck. I don't think I heard May, May flower, but that's a little sappy, queefy. May, May showers. What about golden showers bring May flower? Now, oh, yeah, yeah. She does like to be peed on, which works out for my bedwetting problem. Any, anyways, so we did the queef. It was great, and uh, that was fun. That's on there, too. Go check that out. But I left you guys. We May were doing Day. A- hey, that's something. All it's right, May I'm Day. Good. What? It's May Day. That's what we it's said. It's May Day, yeah. Now hear this. It's, it's May Day, and then she comes out and says the whatever. Yeah, there you go. All right. May Sorry. Gay. May Gay. Because we say gay. Yes. All right. All right. Doesn't matter. That's neither here nor there. So we were hanging out, and then we were going to do the show. I left you. I said, hey, I'll see you later, which is always weird when the one guy who's hanging out with a couple has to leave because it always feels sad. Right. It does feel like, weird. All right. Well, you guys... I'll see you later. It feels like I'm your son or I'm pathetic or whatever. Right. You're going off to college. We got empty nest. Yeah, exactly. So I leave there, walk into the gig, and I'm right outside your place over on 6th Avenue. And I take my earbud out, and they're very delicate. You stick your little earbud in. Sure. I take the second one out. I'm going to listen to the Boston Red Sox radio broadcast. I get excited. It slips out of my fingers. It goes down. Everything goes slow motion. I'm looking, and it's one of those sewer grates. Not not a sewer like on the street, but on the sidewalk. Those big ones, like the, the subway big, one, the big subway grate. That's right, yes. the Marilyn Monroe shit. So, yes. So I drop it, and I see it. It's falling. Everything's slow mo. It hits the sidewalk, bounces into the sewer, bounces on the grate. It rolls, falls in. But underneath the grate, there's just like a little lip, 
and it catches on the lip. So below oh. the grate on the lip and now there's like two outdoor cafes i'm in between cafes and i do like the look around like you guys seeing this isn't this nuts uh, oh my god and i had to go in with my like fucking daddy long leg fingers and play operation with my airbud which my fingers barely fit in between the grates i get a little piece of the airbud just a little nipple and i pull it fresh clean operation <sighs> no buds got it out wow. it off Covered in wax and homeless piss, stick it in my ear and walk away. And I did the look. I'm like, anybody? And then no one was even paying attention. No one gave a shit. It was such a victory. I almost called you and jogged back to your house to blow you. I know. I mean, that would freak. I would have a heart attack. I could have a kid in a well. I'll see a, a Puerto Rican get hit by a car. I don't blink. That shit would put me in the hospital. I'd have to go to therapy. That Just that fear of losing that AirPod, it would ruin my life. That's terrifying. It's a couple hundred bucks, and of course, I love Raycon is my number one. Yes. So Raycon. Uh, it was so exciting to get it back and walked off to that gig. And that gig was fun, by the way. It was City Winery. Great gig. Great gig. I'm supposed to be there tonight, but... Uh, I know. I they texted me. They didn't even... They were like, hey, can you get Louie to come? And I'm like, all right, well, I'm a comic, too. Yeah, yeah, please go back. It's already sold out, but I'm there next Monday if that helps. But uh, wow, you almost want to take a photo of it, but you're worried it's so delicate that the snap of the picture could push it over the edge. Shutter, the Shutter Island. Shutter. We'll, we'll send it flying, but yes, it was really weird. And I just, and it almost also felt like Stand By Me when Vern uh, drops his marshmallow in the fire and everyone laughs. He's like, screw you guys, I got it back. I felt that way. Uh-huh. I wanted to show it to everyone at the cafe, all these little hipster assholes, be like, I got it back, you sons of bitches. I know you were enjoying it. And they're like, what? We don't even, we don't give a fuck. We didn't even see you. Man, I, I say it all the time, but it's almost worth the, the anxiety and the fear just to win it because it's such a great feeling to get it back. But yet it, was, it has to be terrifying to get that good feeling. Absolutely. I feel that way leaving the dentist or the proctologist, whatever it is, right. when you leave, you feel so good that your asshole's not bleeding anymore. It was all worth it to shove things in there. Yes, you're an ass man. It's your white whale. But yeah, I'm so with you. It uh, That's why you got to go to the gym when you don't want to, because then you just have this euphoria just jizz all over you after. You feel amazing. Yeah, there's nothing I enjoy more than jizz on me. Yeah, especially a uh, uh, warm jizz on a hot on a cold day. It feels feels like a hug. Yep, absolutely. So, anyways, that was that, and then of course we went to City Winery, ate a bunch of wonderful food. You, yep. me, Sarah, what a show! Will Sylvain, Cypher Sounds, the Tell showed up, Louis showed up. That was something Killer. else. I got to watch. By the way, you, I think you uh, bailed to catch a, a sporting event, but yes. I got to. I wanted to see Lou's material, so I watched with a tell. I got to watch a tell laugh at Louie, which is like some kind of childhood threesome fantasy bullshit. Unbelievable. Oh, wow. It's rare to see a tell laugh. He does like I a, know. Oh. Yes. <laughs> he's got that smoker's laugh, and he's breathing on me, and he's dressed like a like a homeless person. But uh, next time you see the uh, the old bald ginger, tell him, tell him Dave was dying. I'll let them know. Those guys used to be like the two guys. Yes. And there was like this weird rivalry, and they were buddies, sort of. And now it just feels, uh, you know, Dave's a distant guy. So right, it's uh, always interesting to. He's such a mysterious guy. I always talk about this with you. There's an interview where Chris Rock says Eddie Murphy is the only comic with mystique, and I'm like, Dave Attell is so much more mystique than Eddie Murphy. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, Eddie Murphy's on the big screen. He's Gumby. He's in Nutty Professor. Uh, David Tell's on a, under an overpass with a barrel fire, writing notes and smoking uh, out of a weird little filter because he's going to die soon. I mean, come on. Every and bar I go to with a Tell, they know him. They're like, oh, I used to buy blow off him in 41. Then all the cops know him. The garbage men are hanging off the garbage truck going, hey, Dave, Insomniac. Plus, he doesn't realize how much reverence everyone has for him. He doesn't realize yep. that like every, he's everyone's favorite comic. He's like, oh, I suck or whatever. And he's just brilliant. He, he writes in, in jokes. He communicates in punchline. Yep. He, he's a fascinating guy. Not to mention, can you picture him... You know, getting ready for bed, like in like PJs and a thing, and be like, <laughs> and going to bed. Like, I don't know when he sleeps, where he lives. It's just a fascinating guy. No, I, I picture him in a sleep cap with a candle, and it's just note papers everywhere. You know, like Hobo will sleep with the, the he'll pull the newspaper up as a cover. I picture him with like moleskin pages with just scribble all over it, just sleeping on it. I, I I agree. I think about it all the time. And someone said he's driven before, which is wild to think about. It's all fascinating. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Eddie Murphy and Mystique, have you listened to the Eddie Murphy WTF? I actually have not. I should do that. It came out a month ago. I just finished this show and then go listen to really? it because it is quite a thrill. Oh, yeah, boy. well, they get in there. They're talking stand up. They're talking Richie Tinkin and Lucian and uh, you know the old days and SNL and the movies and him coming back to stand up and. He's excited Ooh. to come back to stand up. COVID got in the way, and it's it's quite a quite an interview. I will say, I hate to to jizz on a tuna salad, but I don't think he should do stand up again. I mean, if he, if he wants to do it, he can do it. But I think if if he's feeling like some kind of forced, I got to get back out there for the people. I think you leave the the trophy on the mantle, and you you die a legend. Well, I love jizz on my tuna, so I can't wait for it because all right. But he talks about it. He's like, I want to bookend it because he did it when he was a kid, when he was like uh-huh. 15 to 28, and then he quit, and now he's about to be 60. So there's this like 30-year period of no stand-up. He's going to go back at it, see what it's like, see how he does, and I can't wait. I mean, don't you want to hear what that guy has to say? I do. I do. I just know the, the cunty public's going to go, ah, he's lost it. He's not what he was, and I don't want him to feel pain and... I don't know, look. I look. I love. I love his stuff, and I hope he comes back, and that'll be awesome. But I don't know. I just. I hope he knows it's he's gonna have to fail for two years just to get anywhere. Well, we'll see. I mean, he's so brilliant, but I can't wait to be at the cellar eating a big Caesar salad That's with true. salmon, and That's all of true. a sudden you just hear. You know when that the room changes and you hear like. Burp, burp, burp. But someone makes a noise, and you're like, "What?" And then you look up, and Eddie Murphy's there with a red leather suit. And his cock out. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shit blood all over the my, uh, you know, the floor. That'd be hilarious if he, he started bombing and then he just went into the old stuff. He's like, I'll tell you, these faggots are staring at me. <laughs> he like has to go back to his old stuff just to get them, and then it doesn't get him. He talks about that too. He's like, back then what? you could say anything. He's like, no, there was none of that stuff. They talk, he tells the Rodney story, which I've heard a million times, but never yes. heard from him. You're too I mean, dirty, it's like, kid. It's magical. I mean, you got to listen to this all interview. Right. It's I'm listening tweets. right now. I'm leaving uh, after this. I'm gonna walk around uh, Hudson. What's this called? Sixth Street and Y and listen to that i can't wait it's really something text me after call me and uh it it was quite a joy all right all right well speaking of joy and stand-up i feel like new york is cooking we're back i heard rock and Chappelle did a thing at the vu last night or two nights ago i mean stuff is bubbling up yeah and Chappelle was at the stand last night evidently too according to uh, the internet 
Oh boy, oh boy. Well, hey, things are cooking, and uh, I had like the hottest night of my life. Uh, well, the after uh, post COVID night, it was like I did four sets running around from from. I did the strip. I did the cellar. Then I did the stand. Then I did a bar show in the village. And then I right when I got off, my phone is ringing. I did a FaceTime show to India. What? Not India. face Zoom, Zoom. Yeah, I did a Zoom show in India. I'm killing in India. No kidding. I mean, was that good? Were they? Uh, what what time of day was it? What, what are we talking here? Was it a group? I, was it a thousand people? Three people? What's going on? I mean, you're saying India? Is it the whole country? It was. It was billions of Mohammeds over there. I was facing Mecca. I, I went for it, and they. I tried to keep it. It was 15 minutes. I tried to keep it pretty broad, pretty mainstream. But I'm on a guy's stoop. I look for some good lighting. I run out of this bar. Run to like Third Street in the in the East Village. I'm on a stoop, just talking on my phone to these Indian queefs, and uh, it was great. Wow, that sounds amazing. How many did, did you scroll through to see them? Can you? How much can you see? Because on the phone, it's hard to see anybody or know who's there. I don't want to see. I would. I don't want to see me. That's for sure. So I would scroll through, and it's just like a million boxes. It looks like an Indian Brady Bunch. You know, it's just like. Bam, 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 bam. Indian, 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 and uh, yeah, it was it was killer. I made some curry stuff, and they were they were all into it. They don't give a shit over there. They're have they're loving it. Wow, that sounds great. So it was just this wild night of like, I gotta get up here, get on this train, get in this cab, run uptown, run downtown, and then go to India, and then walk home. And you just button it all up. You knock everything out. It worked. The timing came together. You made a couple bucks, and you're done for the night. You go home, you watch The Bachelor, and go down on your uh, your plus-size girlfriend. That's beautiful. It's weird, to th- it's weird that we're in this weird time where there's still Zoom shows. You do stand-up and Zoom on the same night. It's fascinating. I know, I know. I, hopefully we can just slowly snuff out these Zooms. You know, like, hey, look, buddy, I got a, I got a club open over here. Get the hell out of my inbox. But I got to say, I wouldn't mind if Zoom stayed a part of it just a little bit because it's nice to go, oh, I got tonight off. Basically, I'm doing 10 minutes on a Zoom because some of these Zooms, they Venmo you 300 bucks. That's a good point. Well, I got I to gotta update you, Fatty, on the, uh, on the Pittsburgh University. Uh, I got a little inside info because I happen to be texting with Vita, but let's tease this. Teasing. We're teasing this because we got an update on last week's episode. I heard a couple. I heard things. I heard things. Oh, boy. Uh, But here's one thing I've heard many times, and you've heard it from us a lot. Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Blue Chew. It rhymes, folks. Yep. Get more confidence in the bedroom. I think we all could use a little more confidence in the bedroom, no matter how much your girl loves you, no matter how hot you feel and how much money you make, how much uh, pubes you have. Oh, yeah. We all need a little uh, boost, you know? Yes, boost. Blue Chew's tablets offer the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form. If you don't like swallowing pills, this is for you. Works fast. Take it day or night, and you'll save a ton of money compared to the name brands. Blue Chew is an online prescription service. That means no doctor's office or waiting in line. Talk to a licensed medical provider and get prescribed online today. Yes, you got that right. You know I love the chew. I was uh, I was a big fan. I used to keep them in that weird pocket, that little mini pocket in your jeans, just in case I couldn't get the get the stuff cooking. And man, it works every time. It works fast. It tastes good. You chew it up. It's 
fast acting, never fails. Big fan. Special offer just for the gays. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special special promo code TUESDAYS. Just pay five clams and shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-CHEW.com. Promo code TUESDAYS to try it free. What the hell are you waiting for? And by the way, it's slutty summer coming up after this COVID stuff goes away, so you better be ready, folks. Yeah, get ready, because this ain't funny. My name's Joe List, and I'm never funny. Tuesdays with Stories is also (laughs) brought to you by Sheath Underwear. Sheath Underwear, you know how much we love these guys. I mean, they've been one of our longest supporters, literally and figuratively. They support our dick Uh and balls. They uh, send us a bunch of nice stuff. I got a sports bra for my wife. Panties for her. She looks hot in those. I she looks. I think she thinks I look hot in mine underwear, which yes. is not easy to do. They're so silky smooth. They keep your dick and balls separate. He's a veteran. He loves us. We hear from him. He's a great guy. So support Sheath Underwear. Don't just do it because he's a nice guy. We told you to do it because it'll benefit your dick and balls. They're the best underwear I've ever owned. I truly mean that. The idea yeah. for Sheath came from its founder, U.S. soldier Robert Patton, during his second tour in Iraq. He's a veteran, of course. Support this awesome veteran-owned company whose founder, nice, there it is, his founder is a Tuesday himself and a big comedy fan. He listens to all these shows. He loves it. Mark, tell him how to do it, for God's sakes. That was me trying to prove that I'm wearing them right now. I am. I, I love them. They're the only thing I wear. I threw out all my other panties and fishnets. Big fan of Rob, big fan of the the sheet. Go to sheetunderwear.com and order with promo code TUESGAYS to get 20% off your first order and sheath underwear's 100% money-back guarantee. But you're not going to need that, folks. That's sheathunderwear.com, promo code TUESGAYS. Get sheath underwear and let them support your cojones. All right, so last we talked... Yes. You had a gig at Pittsburgh University on Zoom, and you had a Long Island bar gig. Yes. Both booked at the same time, same night, and you sort of uh, meandered it, wrangled it, let's say wrangled it, so the bar show could be the live stream to the school, and you're telling me this story, and I'm thinking there's no way this is going to happen. This is going to benefit this show because this is going to be a big monstrosity. <laughs> it's never going to work out. Right Now, hit me with it. I came all this way. Well, it all locked in. We got Vitor opening. His bald Jew ass picks me up from, he comes out of Jersey, comes out of the retirement, basically, of comedy. And he picks me up in his cute little SUV, Honda CRV, whatever the hell that thing is. And uh, me and my pal, Eric Mann, Park Norman, a couple other video things. He jumps in the back seat. We haul out to Long Island, about an hour out. It's in an athletic complex. Oh batting cages, you know, tennis courts, one of these kind of things. So they happen to have a little theater in there, and that's where the show is. <laughs> what is now, this place? What's that? I said, what is this place? First of all, it sounds like something I dreamed up. Batting cages, a theater, mini golf. Uh, if there's right. a sex ring, I mean, I'll take it. Well, we pull up, and there's, you know, there's a couple guys walking out in basketball shorts, you know, holding the ball, maybe a, uh, a bag over their back with a couple bats sticking out of it. Like, it's just, we're out in the burbs, folks. It's on Highway 82 or whatever the hell, video coming soon, 
And we show up, and it's this weird theater. They throw us into some weird green room. There's about 38 comics in the green room. I go, hey, what are you guys doing here? Isn't that always weird when you get to a green room and there's, like, other people in there? Yeah, it's always strange. And you feel bad because you want to meet the comics and be a nice person. But at the same time, as we talked about earlier, you're like, I'd like to be in here with my buddy. Right. And get right. ready. And look, nothing against them. They, they're they comics, too. And they want to, you know, you see that crowd, you go, ah! And then you just try to run to the green room. And then you get in the green room and you go, ah! You know? So... But they're all comics. They're they're trying to hide as well. And I go, what's uh what's going on with you Jews? And they go, I'm the host. I'm doing a guest set. I'm doing ten. I'm doing fifteen. You're like, Jesus H Christ. How long is this show? I mean, we got University of Pittsburgh streaming. I brought a guy. So now we got seventy eight comics on the show plus a guest set and a host. And uh, I feel bad for old Pittsburgh guy. Yeah, and if I remember correctly, you had to already ask for more time. Because on this show, right. you're doing 30, but Pitt wanted an hour and 10 or whatever it was. Yes, exactly. And the guy who put it on is a sweetheart, and he, he ran a hell of a show, and it was sold out, and it was great. But part of you thinks, you know you know when you pull up in the parking lot and they're waiting for you, like, all right, he's here. Let's start the show. You're like, well, you got 17 comics. Start it up. I'd like to show up and go on, you know, but I, I get it. I get it. People get nervous. You're not going to make it. Whatever. Yes, there's been those face-offs before. We all know those ones where you're like, I'm going to kill time, hide in the bushes. Right. I don't want to go in there. And then you go in there and like, we start in about 10. That happens a lot in uh, Brooklyn, particularly. Yes, yes, exactly. So folks out there, keep in touch with the headliner. If he says, hey, I'm 20 minutes away and you got 17 comics, get them cooking. That way you show up, you only have to wait five minutes, then you go on. But I get it. It's, it's nerve-wracking. And I would also add... Tell the comics the real start time. Yes. A lot of times, this happens a lot again in Brooklyn. I hate to be taking up my Brooklyn resentments, but they say 8 o'clock show, so I show up as a consummate pro at 7.50, and they go, hey, you're here early. And then the lights aren't even set up. There's no sign. They don't have a microphone. And the bar isn't open yet. And I go, what? And they go, no, the show starts at 9.15. We just say 8.00. And I'm right. like, well, you said that to me. You, tra- you, you tricked me into getting here early, you fuck. Yes, I'm the magician. Why are you fooling the magician? But I get it, whatever. They, they want to run a tight ship, and the guy was super nice. Said, what do you want in the green room? I said, give me a couple of Pilsners and a cup of coffee and a water. And he got everything. I mean, he was a, he's a good egg. And everybody went up. It was fun. Veter went up, killed. You see the camera in the middle of the floor. It's filming the whole thing. And it's just cool seeing that camera. And you go, wow, that camera is pumping straight into the University of Pittsburgh hundreds of miles away in America. It's kind of fun. It's a telecast. Let me ask you this. What's a telecast? What does that mean? Yeah. Uh, What's the difference between a telecast and a broadcast? Yeah. They're all uh, one maybe is a woman abroad. I don't know. That's a good question. I was watching uh, the Celtics game. I was home visiting my parents, and it said, next telecast. And I'm like, I, that sounds like an old word from the 40s, a telecast. Right. Isn't it just uh, next game, next whatever, broadcast, telecast? You know what? I bet I think broadcast started in radio. So then Definitely. they go, oh, we're going to broadcast TV. That'll be called a telecast. But then broadcast just kind of was the big umbrella. Yeah, broadcast new. I mean, it's very... Interesting, because there's also teleplay. You see, sometimes yes. there's a Seinfeld. Instead of written by, it says written by. teleplay. Teleplay. Yeah, I guess they wrote it for television, but a broadcast would be a great name for uh, like a casting couch on porn with a lady. It's a We're casting abroad. Ooh, I like that. Uh-huh. That's good. That could be another new queef. 
Yes, yes, with me. Oh, boy. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, show went off without a hitch. Everything's great. Do a 45-minute set. I, I offend uh, half of Long Island. There's some old ladies there. There's some kids there. I just do my act because it's all I've written. And, uh, you know, it goes well here. Bombs there. Whatever. Get off stage. I get a text from Pittsburgh. We loved it. About 18 kids were watching, and that's about it. Most of them dropped out, you know, within the first hour of the uh, Long Island guys. But, hey, you did your part. We appreciate it. I love comedy. We love that it all worked out. And uh, kudos to you and praise Allah. Me and Vitor jumped in the car, got some pizza, went home, and had a lot of laughs and a great night. That sounds like a beautiful night. And I didn't realize they were telecasting, broadcasting, lady casting to the the Long Island portion of the show. I know, I know. That was just like, hey, if you want to watch, great. No problem if you don't. But I think a couple of these tweens said, hey, this is comedy. Who the hell is this guy? Who's the short guy? Who's the fatty? Where's Norman? We're out. And I don't blame them. Yikes. Yeah, that sounds... uh trying i would say but what can you do i mean that sounds amazing that you pulled it off i can't believe it you got a double payday that's a beautiful thing and i'm sure the kids all went home happy maybe not all but a bunch yeah yeah we took some photos a lot of a lot of gays out there on long island boy long island it's just another world i mean you might as well be in uh sioux falls south dakota out there it's just everybody looks different they sound different they act different it's a it's a highway a byway and a, and a triway yeah, I like Long Island. I like. I can't wait for beach season. It'll be out of Jones Beach. You know how much I love the beach. By the way, how about that photo Salakou snapped of us out on the boardwalk? That's the best I mean, photo. I mean, we got to make that our new like poster or login or whatever you call. It. That is the most beautiful photo I've ever seen. Login. <laughs> what do you call you, that? A you profile. Don't log in with a photo. Yeah, profile. profile. Yes. That's it. Don't profile. Yeah, I got a log in my ass, but it ain't a photo. But no, that was a beauty. I mean, Salakus really captured it. I mean, I mean it's, you can't even tell it's cold. The sun is setting. We're going to post this thing. It's going to blow Instagram up. People are going to shit on their own tits. You got that right. I mean, every every now and then you go, why do I, why do I hang out with this uh, four-foot guy with a Hawaiian shirt on? Then he pulls out a pic like that, and you go, there it is. You totally redeemed yourself, you dirty cunt. I didn't realize you asked yourself that, too, because I've been questioning it quite a bit, this guy. I'm no, kidding, no. of course. We're going to hear from We love him. you, Sally. I shouldn't be, we shouldn't say this because we're used to Chris Allen. Chris Allen, you can go, he's a big, fat piece of shit who should right. fucking, you know, blow me, and his father's gay, and he writes, hey, great episode, but Sally, right. Cuse, he's going to be, this is going to be the death of him. That's true, but we love the, the the Sal. He's he's not a comic, but he gets he's from Brooklyn. He's got some uh, some fight in him yet. He'll be fine. He's got kids and a dog and a lady, so he's all right. He's taking he took a photo of DMX. That guy's uh, he's been around some stuff. No, he's first class. We we love you. You're a good man. And uh, Chris, you're fat. Yes. Um, by the way, Chris Allen recorded the album. I heard it went great. I, I'm sure. I don't know if you uh, opened for him or what, but or if he opened for you. But I can't wait to hear this album. I heard it was great. A bunch of Tuesdays went out and supported. Yes. So get ready for that one, folks. That's gonna be a humdinger. I can't wait. It's gonna be lunch. I heard he was uh kind of tiptoeing for the first uh, couple shows because he was featuring, and then on Sunday he headlined, and it was it was lights out apparently. But I, those first couple nights, you never know what's coming because you're featuring. It's not really your night. Right, exactly. So, 
I'm excited for it. It sounded like it went well, so thanks to all the gays that went out and supported. You know what we need is a term for like the gayettes, like Veter and Chris Allen uh-huh. and Salacuse, the the branched out Steve Rogers, the big dick big dick man himself, my soon to be neighbor. We need a good term. Right, but, like the gayeteers or the side side chick or something, something where they're they're like ancillary homos or something. Yeah, but it can't sound too. Uh, it can't sound below us. It has to be extension of us. It has to be ah, the. But because si- this is where it's tricky too. Sorry, you have a thought. Maybe sh- strap ons because they're kind of Ooh. strapped on to us. I don't know. I'm I'm jizzing out loud here. Yeah, I like strap ons, but the thing is, we there's some confusion because. We're gays, but then the the fans are gays, so right. it's all gays, right? Because huh. it's like we call the fans the gays, but then they call us gays. So I, I don't know what to go. Are we gays? I think we're gays also. I mean, I'm a fan of the show. I like you. All right, yeah, I like you and men. So I guess I guess we are. <laughs> but uh, maybe we're the glory holes or the bathhouses or the blue oyster cult. I don't know. Yeah, we'll but, figure this all out. Somebody well, email us. Who knows? AIDS? I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. But uh, yeah, somebody gave me a, a chocolate bar. I, I was at the stand the other night. Somebody handed me a, you know those big gourmet chocolate bars? They're like a big rectangle. It's got the paper on it. Then you take the paper off and it's foil. Hmm, a little you bit. Know, yeah. You know, and it's got the those little mini rectangle piece of chocolate. You click one oh, off yeah, and yeah. eat it. Like a Hershey it, bar. Yeah, it's a Hershey bar, but it was a big one, and it was like a pretty package with gold and purple and all this. And it turns out, I go, why does this guy give me a bar of chocolate? It's all shrooms. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's something. Boy, so, I hope he let you know. I mean, that's a... He did. Was it Ari? No, it's a fan. It was a gay. And uh, I was like, wow, thanks. And it, and it looks so well done. I mean, you know when you go to Halloween and you pick up a piece of candy, you're like, this looks a little little uh diddled with like somebody maybe touched this or something it looks like that but he packs it pretty good but you could tell it's been fondled a bit right yeah so i'll be uh consuming those in miami this weekend and see what happens oh that's exciting have fun down there miami not exactly uh comedy town no my tickets are horrible uh i'm not selling anything i'm bringing merch i'm sure i'll just have to ship that right back but uh, <laughs> hey i'll be on drugs so we'll have fun either way bringing the lady hitting the beach gonna go gay on the uh on the ocean gonna be fun that'll be beauty i heard from a, a guy who sells a lot of tickets that miami is a tough market because they do everything last minute so you might ah. sell out last minute because they're waiting for something better and it's like thursday night they're like all right, nothing popped up or popped off, I think they say. Right. And you go, all right, let's go to, let's let's button two of our eight buttons and go out to see Mark Norman, <laughs> wear our white pants, and that's that. Yes, white pants, bad for spotting. But I, I'm with you. These towns, these New Orleans, these Miamis, these Vegases, they're almost too fun. Nobody wants to go hear our thoughts. Uh, uh, what's the deal with anxiety? Whoa. What, what are you kidding? They want to go salsa dance and dry hump and snort blow and, and fuck a manatee. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I wouldn't watch me. I, I had a guy the other day talking. He's like, when you watch a comic, and I'm like, oh, let me just stop you right there. Yeah, I'm yeah, not watching totally. comics. I'm, I'm, I'm calling them fat and gay upstairs at the dinner table. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, sitting through a whole comedy show sounds like a nightmare. But thank God you folks are into it because uh, we, we need your eyeballs and your giggles. All right, so what else? So give me some Texas because I feel like you're all tan. You're a little moist. You're in a weird hotel. It looks like a kid's bed. 
Yep, yep. Give yep. me the goods here because all my stories are I watched the Sox game. They won. It was nice. I saw my parents. They were a little weird. And yeah. uh, something else happened. I can't remember. But I feel like you got the goods this week. I hear that was a great game. I just, I'm going off Twitter, but uh, I don't know. I heard good things. Um, so I'm in Austin. I, I, I say it every time. You land in this town and you just say, all right, give me a fucking beer funnel and a butt chug and a, and a dab of hash or whatever it is. And I'm down, baby. Let's do it. Hey, you cut my sleeves off and, and circumcise me. This town is just so fun. It's coming out of the, the woodwork here. So the shows are great. It's a Paramount Theater that sells out. I'm drinking at the theater. You go out. We go to a bar. And we go, all right, this is great. I just want to have a bunch of friends. I got a packed green room. It's all these comics hanging out. We're drinking. It's just great. We all go to this bar. And I go, this is this is good. I like a nice low-key night. Give me a, some smooth jazz, a couch, and, and, a, and, a, and a bar. And I go, okay, great. Then one guy goes... You know, uh, my friend is at a strip club, and I go, ah, I don't want to go to a strip club. That's too, too tempting and too much money, and he can't talk. I want to talk. So he goes, well, he's outside right now in a sprinter van, and he's willing to take us. And I go, all right, fine. We got a sprinter van. Fuck it. That's kind of fun. What's what's a sprinter van? I hate to interrupt. What is a sprinter van? A sprinter van is what you've seen. It's one of those tall vans, and uh, it. You can. It's almost like a party bus vibe. Uh, Shelbo, I wonder if you could pull up a photo of a Sprinter van because you've seen I, them. I think I know. Yeah, they they usually like a BMW type of thing. They're huge. It's a, it's they got a double doors in the back. Mercedes. Yes, that's what I meant. Yes, they they use them for moving. They use them for parties. You see them in Vegas. They put a couch in there and a disco ball and a you know sex swing, whatever it is. Okay. So we pull up. Or, or they pull up in this thing. We go outside. We go, all right, let's get in here. Now now we're like, you know, five drinks in, so we're feeling pretty loose. The door slides open. It's a guy with uh, a big gray beard, older Mexican guy. He's got pigtails coming down, a beanie on, and he's going, hey, Cholos, let's get the fuck in the van. Let's go crazy. We're like, what the hell's going on here? But, ah, fuck it. Let's see where the night takes us. We all jump in the van. He's pouring champagne. He's got rap music blaring. He's dancing. We pull up to the strip club. He's got a private area. We go to the strip club. It's the hottest girls on the planet. They're all going nuts. It's like out of a movie. There's just, like, frat guys doing the make it rain. These women are pouring champagne on their tits. It's four in the morning. I couldn't believe it. It was called the Primrose or something like that. I could. It, it, the whole thing went from smooth jazz cocktail in a couch to I got uh, my friend next to me. He's got fucking eight tits in his eyeball, and he's he's doing uh, mescaline and fentanyl off her labia, and it was just it was bananas. I first of all, I love those nights that start light and you're not expecting because when you, you you have like a bash at the party it's always awful some guy gets too drunk and passes out or there's a fist fight or the bar's dead or the stripper's ugly or your father's gay something always happens but those nights where it's like a wednesday we're just gonna chill have a couple cocktails those always end up being the funnest wildest nights but i want to know more about fucking willie nelson or whatever I, yes. who is this guy who's the he spanish willie well, wow, you nailed it. He looks exact. I'm actually scared to talk about him because he's this ex-con. He was in jail for 50 years, and now he's out, uh, you know, doing some shady shit. I'm sure makes a ton of money and just parties. He's like this Austin staple. I don't want to get get to it uh, specific because I'm worried he'll 
cut my uh, my dick off with a shank. But cut this motherfucker right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't want to get too into it, but uh, he's this ex-con guy who's now just a party animal. He walked into the strip club. It was like Sinatra walked in. They're like, oh, shit. And like he, one guy had a cast on. He's like, oh, yeah, I fucked with him last week, and he got in my face, so I had to I had to cut him up and all this. And you're like, it was this big black guy. He's got a cast on. And he, he this guy's like my size, and he was pushing people around. The women were going crazy. He's handing out hundreds. It was insane. Jesus. I mean, that sounds unbelievable. I, I got to hear more about this, but before I hear more about this, I got to let you know about this one other sponsor we have. As Please. everybody knows, we got a lot of sponsored people sponsoring the show. Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Lucy Nicotine Gum. Folks, you know how hard it is to quit smoking. Nothing harder. I'm hanging out with a guy who just picked up smokes again. He's been like running them underwater. He's taking his cigarettes and stepping on them and farting on them because it's so hard to quit once they got yep. a hold of you. You can't, can't stop. It. But finally, there's a way to quit that is uh, very safe and really will help you out. It's Lucy. Lucy was founded by Caltech scientists, former smokers who wanted to help other people quit. They set out to create a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. It took three years of research. That's insane. And experimenting. And then... They made Lucy, a nicotine gum that actually tastes good. Comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. I know you've had a little bit of this. Each has four milligrams of nicotine. Didn't you chew a couple pieces of this, or am I crazy? Yeah, I mean, I got a nice stack at the house, and I was never a smoker, but every now and then, you know, you need a pick-me-up, and I would just pop a few uh, Lucy's in the mouth, and they taste great, they feel great, and I'd get a nice little jolt and uh, go about my night. I'm, I'm a fan. Get on it, folks. And if you know a smoker, help them out. Give them a gift. Uh, they're supporting this show, so go support them. That's 20% off all products, including gum or lozenges, at lucy.co with promo code TUESDAYS. That's 20% off lucy.co and use promo code TUESDAYS at checkout. Here's the legal part. You got to say, warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. You're damn right it is. That's why it's fun. But you already knew that, so get 20% off at lucy.co with promo code TUESDAYS. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> so did you get any private dances? Can you talk about it? Can you wink? Can you let me know? I know we have a new uh, series with May the Force Be With Jews, so I don't want you to get in <laughs> trouble. But what, well, anything fun going on there? Here's the clinker. I did these shows, and it's you know a big theater, so I, I sold merch after. So I'm just being handed 20 after 20 after 20, and we didn't go back to my hotel room. So I have a little jacket on with just wads and bulges full of uh, Andrew Jackson's up my ass, all every pocket. So I didn't do it because I knew if I went in there, that champagne room, I would just be turning into fucking uh, P. Diddy out there with the, with the twundos. No, forget it. Once you're in there, they're taking all the money. I mean, I told you the story years ago when I was a young whippersnapper. I once signed a check from the Providence Comedy Connection to a stripper. Like, I emceed and got 25 bucks. I ran out of cash, and I was like, I want one more dance. Will you take this check? And I endorsed it to her. This is back in, you know, 87. Wow. But I signed it right to her because those songs start playing, and then yeah, they, they yeah. know how to do it. They rub the heel on your balls, and and then they get, like, close to your lips, and then you smell the perfume, and you just, before you know it, they're like, you owe us 900 bucks. You listen to fucking 15 live albums in here. Exactly. They get you. I, I got rolled in Montreal. It's like the hottest strippers on the planet we were there at 010 
And uh, this lady, you know, I'm broke. I'm, I'm, I'm dumb. I don't know anything. I'm full of cum. And this lady's like, hey, how about just five bucks a, or it was like 10 bucks a song. I was like, all right, a song. That's about four minutes. I got I got a couple bucks on me. Before I know it, we, we, we did the national anthem, the Star Spangled Banner. We did, uh, you know, My Little Pony, and Itsy Bitsy Spider. I was out like 16 grand. It's it's brutal. I know a comic. I don't want to out him because he's in a, a relationship or whatever. But he had to go to the ATM with the bodyguard. A ah. fucking bodyguard walked him like hand in hand. He held his hand like he was his daughter, <laughs> and they had to go to the ATM. And he's like, "Here you go, Mister. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, you know, Thundercat or whatever the guy's name was." <laughs> And he went home with his tail between his legs. <laughs> but it happens. You just get that that monkey mind. You just go ape shit. Yep. And you're like, I'm going to see a tit. And of course, every everyone has that moment of like, I, I think this girl might blow me for a couple extra bucks. And, and next thing you know, you know, the sun's up and your wallet's gone. My wallet's gone. <laughs> that tearing sound. Yeah, you're right. They know how to get you. You got you to gotta chub on one side, a hard on on the other. They're rubbing it. They're feeling it. You go, hey, if she, uh, if, if this uh, song has one more uh, chorus I'll, i'm gonna jizz on my own kneecap but no no they just tease and tease and uh get that coin out of you but sometimes did i ever tell you this story when I, I used to go to montreal all the time between 18 and 21 all the new england guys would go up to montreal and would just ruin the fucking city and it was horrible yeah. but we went me and three of my buddies and we went to this one strip club <laughs> and we got uh, a double dong show. Like, <laughs> and these two ladies, they do like a double dong situation and you sit around a table and it's so awkward. I wasn't into that. I like the private dance or just yes. sitting at the stage. But you're sitting there like we're sitting around with like beers, like just like businessmen except in <laughs> jeans. And they're just <laughs> fucking each other. And one of the ladies, she said, what, what's your name? And she was French Canadian. I said, Joe. And she's like, Oh, Joe, your dick is so small. I'm doing that sounds Asian, but it was French Canadian. Uh, I can't do accents. Uh-huh. And she was like, "Oh, your dick is so small." And she was like pretending to that I was fucking her with a small dick or something, oh. and I was like, "Hey, this sucks." I'm like, "I'm giving you all of my money, literally yes. like all the money I have." And she's like, "Hey, you have a small dick." And I'm like, "That's not part of the deal. That sucks." Yeah, what the hell? I don't like that. I mean, your dick wasn't out either. It almost makes you want to go, "Hey, look, look at it. I'll, I'll prove it. It's not. Fuck you." Yeah, I don't. I didn't get it. I didn't like it. And all of us agreed. We were like, "Ah, that was a big mistake." Because you're just sitting there, and I'm not into a double dildo. It just felt like off-putting and just weird. And I was like, "Yeah, that was terrible money spent." But for some yeah, reason, but- it sound they make it sound like it's gonna be fun. It, I mean, I would be enjoying that, but it, I, I don't care for the uh, the negging and the uh, the N-word and the whole thing. But yeah, I'm, I'm, that's a weird twist on that. Hey, we're plowing each other with a with a rubber dick, and then all of a sudden I'm going to zing your cock? Yeah, I, I didn't get it. I didn't like it one bit, and <laughs> that, that was a different time. There was another time yeah. we were at a club. I think it was the same club, maybe, and we all sat down for beers, and a guy went up, and it was his bachelor party. And then the strippers just took him on stage and they pulled his pants and underwear down, which is like a crime. Yes. They just like took his dick out and like were pointing and they drew on him with markers. They were like small dick, homo, whatever. And he didn't sign up for it. It was all just, they pulled him up there and we all left because we were like, what is this? We're looking at a limp dick. This sucks. <laughs> but I remember thinking, I'm like, if this happened to me, I would be just outraged. But this oh. is back in, uh, you know, 2002. Right, yeah, I'd be mortified. It also must have been a, uh, a honky, because how are you going to get that Sharpie to show on a, uh, on a you know, Nubian prince? But 
I I told you, I think I've told this before, but I I went to the donkey show maybe in 02, 03 with a couple of retards in uh, Mexico. (laughs) You know, we drive down. Louisiana's not that far away. And it was appalling. I was like, oh, we're in a barn. This is pre-cell phone cam. It's dusty. There's hay. And they they wheel out a donkey and some uh, Mexicano Chiquita Senorita starts dancing around it. They flip that donkey over, get it hard, and it was not, not... for the faint of a uh, fart. Jesus Christ. I mean, it's weird what you do when you're young. And looking back at all this stuff, I'm like, oh, my God, this is wild. It's weird to see, like, uh, young, like, I just went to my nephew's soccer game. It's weird to think, like, all these, like, 12-year-olds running around in the soccer field, eventually they're going to be like, let's go to Montreal and see a double ding-dong dildo show. And you want to be like, save your money. Don't go. It's crazy. Just try to get laid in high school like a normal person. I gotta tell you though, they got the the porn hubs and the lobster tubes and the brazzers. They're 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 content. They're not uh, they're not driving for for a, a nip. Good point. I I was just talking about this last night with my parents. Ironically, not the double dildo show. That was ah. We talk about that on you know Sundays, but we uh, we were just talking about how in the old day I would go to Montreal. Me and my four buddies, three buddies, would make reservations at a hotel on the phone and then would drive up there i would bring two hundred dollars cash wow for a weekend and we were going to titty bars and drinking and that would last me because back then of course you could hand it to, they'd give you like 350 canadian right but that doesn't last you a day in manhattan that's like no. two meals in new york i know and these taxes are going up with the old uh, cuomo uh, the uh the gropey so who, who knows what's going to happen in this town yeah fast but no you're right that 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 could go a long way back in the 50s yeah, those were some grand old days. Anywho. Anywho, I I remember one time I went to spring break with like no, I literally went with no money. I grabbed a shopping bag, I threw a bathing suit in it, a t-shirt and a toothbrush, and I just jumped in a car with guys and went to Florida. Like we went to Dayton, Florida, Daytona, and that was it. I just kind of found food in a, in a hotel party or I, you know, drank a beer off of the off the bar somewhere and that was it. I made it work with zero money. It's funny when you don't care. It's just not an issue. When you get older, it's everything's money this and money that. Of course, it makes sense. There's more bills, and you got kids, and you know your father's gay. But it's just uh, when you're young, it doesn't matter. And then you also you you learn how to um, what do you call that with money? Manage money. Budget. Budget. Yeah, you learn how to budget, and you're like, okay, if we all go in on thirty rack of beers, there's four of us. That gives us like eight beers each. Or whatever, right. seven and a quarter beers, and then we'll do we'll we'll shotgun a couple. That'll give us a buzz yeah, faster. Ex- exactly. Then we'll get nips that are like ninety nine cents. Whatever's in the ninety nine cent fishbowl thing at the at the yep. at the register, we'll get a few of those. And then if we get cigarettes, that'll give us a bit of a nicotine buzz. Yes. Yes. And then you'd try to just like you said, try to steal a beer off the bar or off right. someone's table, or you'd drink like a little bit of whatever's left in someone's cup when they leave. You found exactly. a way to get fucked up. Yeah, there's a, there's an old pizza box at a party. You're like, oh, there's a crust. That's some uh, nutrients. I'm back in business. All that shit. You're living like a like a scavenger, and it was it was kind of exciting. I mean, sure, you have to shit in the woods every now and then and bang a, a paraplegic, but you made it work. I remember one time in New Orleans. You know, we would just go out all night, every night. I was probably 14, 15. I'm at a bar. I watch a guy walk in, like a real adult, shirt tucked in. He goes, "I'll have one high life, please." And the guy goes, "You got it." Cappy, 
The guy puts a 50 on the bar, grabs the high life. The bartender grabs a 50, makes change, puts down, you know, 47.50 on the bar. The guy has walked away by now. I just went, whoop, took it, and I said, let's head out of here, boys. And that was our whole night. Wow, yeah. I mean, th- those were uh, – I never did that, but uh, – <laughs> <laughs> he, he walked away. Um, no, but uh, there was all those times that you'd, you'd just be like, he's got whiskey or this guy's got the hookup, or you'd go to a party. Yeah. That was the best because they had their yes. cocktails, and then you hit that keg and whatever, yep. and you'd go yep. into their grandmother's cabinet and take something from there. You know, there was always a way, and we called it drinking under the sink, where you'd, you'd go Ooh. into your parents', you know – handle of cheap vodka and fill it with water or whatever that was. Right, and, right. Um, you, you found a way to get uh, fucked up somehow, one way or another, and it was it was wonderful. And then maybe wonderful there'd be a guy time. out there with a joint who'd be like, hey, you want yes. a piece of this? Remember the guy or the parent who had the liquor bottle marked, you know, had the little line on it, you know, they would so they knew when, when stuff was stolen? Yeah, that's a smart parent but then you get it filled back up with with shit you know and you can exactly you're pissing that uh, that taka <laughs> uh, but yeah all right so crazy crazy night guy with the braids i hope i never see him again he's terrifying sweet guy nice guy nothing but giving but just one of those guys you see in movies who you're like this guy's cool but he's really loud he seems kind of unhinged but he's giving us a ton of shit so I'll just keep my distance and keep hanging out, and hopefully he doesn't turn on me. Yeah, I know that feeling. Well. Yeah, so great night. You know, barely remember most of it. Got home. Had the thing where you woke up in bed. Like, it, I woke up in the chair next to my bed, then just got in bed. Like, that's how fucked up I was. Uh, next day, I had a, I got a couple guys out in Texas, who you should hit up, by the way, when you come out here, but they do all the filming. Like, if you want any... Show taped or some backstage stuff, they'll 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 knock it out for you. Oh, that sounds like something. Good guys, you know, laid back, not annoying, and they go, "Hey, while we're here, why don't you get some stuff around the Capitol? We'll shoot some bullshit on Sixth Street." I go, "Sure." One of the guys had a hoverboard. Do you ever use these puppies? No, I mean, come on. <laughs> Are those the things with the one wheel and you stand on either side of it? And yeah, shoot it's got- around. Two wheels, you go forward, you go backwards, they can rotate. Oh, yeah, there's the ones with two wheels, and then there's the ones with one wheel. There's one that has a big oh, wheel. Oh, that's right. That That's weird to me. That thing goes too fast. They got a helmet on. I'm not into it. They're all scary. Yes. So I go, give me that thing. You know what? It's pretty genius because he would get in front of me and go backwards and film me, and he's just like a smooth oh. track shot, you know? And I'm like, why doesn't everybody do that? That's a great call there, Fatty, but... Either way, we're shooting, dicking around. I go, let me try this. I used to skateboard. I was pretty good. I can, I can handle some wheels. I get on it. I'm shaky. I figure it out. Now I'm doing some ups, some downs, some spins. And I go into the street. I come back up the sidewalk on the other side of the street. I lose my balance. Woo! I got too cocky. I'm talking feet over the head. Oh. America's Funniest Home Videos sound effects. Fell right down on the tailbone. The neck flew back. I got whiplash. Oh. We got it all on tape. It was fucking humiliating. Right on 6th Street. I had people come up. You okay, man? Like all that shit. Oh. It was it was horrible. God, that sounds horrible. But you didn't hit your head on the fallback, right? Because that's how I, you can die. I caught the neck, but my neck is cricked. Uh, I feel like I ate, I ate out an old lady. I'm all kooky. I got the, the pain, the soreness. I can't. I got, I got a bad turn. 
I mean, I was I was out. I, you know, when that pain, you're on the ground, and he's just like, I need a minute, ah, and it, it wouldn't go away, and we're getting old, and oh, the whole the whole rest of the weekend, I was doing shows like, you know, oh. I, I wasn't doing any act outs. I'm that age where I really feel other people's pain. I, yes. I'm watching baseball games, and the outfielders look like they're going to bump in. I'm going, watch out! I'm like screaming. I'm the only one <laughs> right. you know, watching on TV. Right. And uh, I, I golfed yesterday. I'm sore from golfing. So falling on cement, I can't even imagine. I got the bad turn because the whole time you're, you're looking down right. and, you, and you do this snap up to see where it's going. And yes. uh, all night I'm doing the this and that. And that's just from golfing. I'm not even right. falling on cement like an asshole. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, look at Tiger Woods. The guy's got 18 back surgeries, but he's also getting roadhead from every uh, Tom, Dick, and whore in Vegas. But he's just been spinning like that torque for a million years. It's going to add up. Yeah, it's uh, it's scary, and I I, I don't want to be a shitty old guy. You know, the yes. guys that walk and their knees are are pointed east and west, and there's like a that diamond thing where they <laughs> look like they're riding a horse. You know, I, right, I don't want to be one of those right. guys and sits down all oh, blah, right. You know, I want to be able to you know fuck a kid in my eighties. <laughs> here, here, yeah, yeah. The bow legged or Joe legged that'll really get you. But I know we got to wrap up, but uh. It was one of those things where, like, the next show, you know, I go home, I shower, I hobble around, and they're showing me the clip, like, oh, this is your fall, buddy, and I'm like, oh, God, I look like such a chooch, I'm, I'm screaming, I'm like, I yelped, <sighs> I mean, it was so bad, and uh, I'm going to send you a clip when you when I get it from them, they're editing it right now, I so, uh, yeah, so keep a lookout for the video, get on the Patreon, folks, all kinds of extra stuff, Chuck is uh, zinging and zanging, this guy's a goddamn goddamn wizard with this stuff and uh tell a friend i feel like the gay army is is getting bigger come out and see us the world's opening up get the vaccine and come make out with us yeah come on out i'll be uh in austin may 15th at the palace right that's what's called palace paramount. theater paramount fuck me uh paramount theater that's why there's no tickets being sold uh the paramount theater may 15th omaha nebraska april 23rd and 24th and then in uh, June, I'm coming to Kansas City and Des Moines, Funny Bone and the Kansas City Comedy Club, I think it's called. Yes. So uh, those are going to be fun. So uh, get out there and uh, hit up the, the YouTube, the Patreon, all the stuff. Watch the specials, uh, listen to the albums, stream them, yes. do all that stuff. But uh, Patreon is, uh, is changing. It's changing fast. It's going to be big. So get on there. Oh. And we got the, the we got a curb uh, Musqueef TV new curb app coming out on tomorrow. Tomorrow, baby. So give that a whirl. Put it in your ass. Tell your dad and blow your mom. We'll see you in hell. Praise Allah. <laughs> <laughs>